This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the IRS is using AI to crack down on 1,600 deadbeat millionaires. Microsoft has disclosed how Chinese hackers access the email account of America's Commerce Secretary. And the Air National Guard has teamed up with the commanders, the ones from the NFL. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Monday, September 11th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The IRS is cracking down on back taxes from high-income earners. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the details. The IRS says it's going after 1,600 millionaires and 75 large business partnerships that owe the agency a considerable amount in back taxes. The agency is using artificial intelligence tools to help identify high-income individuals and businesses that aren't paying what they owe. The IRS is specifically targeting individuals that owe the IRS at least a quarter million dollars in back taxes. IRS Commissioner Danny Werfel says the agency is also ramping up hiring to build out its enforcement capabilities. Jory Heckman. Federal News Network. New details have emerged on how hackers, reportedly from China, accessed the emails of high-ranking U.S. officials earlier this year. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more. A China-based hacking group compromised a Microsoft engineer's account to steal a cryptographic key that was ultimately used in the Outlook email hack earlier this year. That's according to Microsoft, which released new details on its investigation into the incident last week. The company says the cryptographic key was inexplicably included in the details of a system crash more than two years ago. The group used the key to forge access to the unclassified email accounts of Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo and other U.S. officials. Microsoft did not detail how the engineer's account was compromised. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. NASA offers the first glimpse of version 6 of its mega government-wide IT contract. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The draft of the much-anticipated SOUP-6 solicitation is out. NASA is seeking comments on anything and everything about the draft request for proposals. It says offerers should identify any unnecessary or inefficient requirements and also encourage to comment on the draft RFP's unique terms and conditions, exhibits, and the clarity of the instructions and evaluation criteria. NASA is planning an industry day on October 18th in the Washington, D.C. area. Comments on the draft solicitation are due by October 2nd. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Federal contract workers are calling for higher pay, but that's easier said than done. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman explains why. Call center employees at federal contractor Maximus organized a rally last week to push for a big pay raise. The customer service workers handle millions of calls for the Affordable Care Act's health care plans. Their push for a raise comes ahead of an anticipated spike in workload at the start of open enrollment on November 1st. But the issue of federal contractor pay is more complicated than meets the eye. A 1965 law determines how their minimum pay rates are calculated, and there's currently little incentive for contractors to offer above the minimum requirements. Acquisition experts say it would likely take a change in Congress to reach that higher pay. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Agriculture Department's Food Safety and Inspection Service, or FSIS, just made it easier to share information about food recalls and public health alerts. 
FSIS launched its first Public Application Program Interface, or API, to help third-party developers and others receive alerts on potential food safety issues. FSIS data play an important role in supporting food safety research, surveillance, and regulatory efforts to protect public health. The agency publishes several sets of data publicly on its website that it regularly collects, analyzes, and uses in its decision-making process. The API has been possible because since 2020, FSIS has migrated several public-facing websites to the cloud. And when the Washington Commanders defensive players put on their practice jerseys this season, they'll be sporting the logo of the Air National Guard. In a first-ever agreement between the National Football League and the Air National Guard, the two will team up to bolster recruiting and retention. The new initiative is part of a larger effort on the part of the commanders to partner with the military through an effort called Washington Salute. Throughout the season, service members will host a number of game day events to educate fans about the military. A new data platform will help the Navy link fuel consumption, mission, and environmental data to provide operators afloat and ashore with an integrated platform to manage energy consumption. The Navy announced on Friday that it hit a milestone when it installed the Global Energy Information System, or Genesis, on its Arleigh Burke-class destroyers. The platform includes energy assessment tools and a digital logbook that form a command and control function as it delivers recommendations to operators about energy usage and availability. The systems on the destroyers will undergo testing and crew training before becoming operational later this year. Agencies have a new deadline to get some data over to the Office of Personnel Management. The agency is issuing a child care data survey to learn more about the federal workforce's child care needs. Many agencies offer child care subsidy programs, but OPM says right now relatively few feds actually benefit from them. The agency is looking to review and retool the workplace offerings and increase access for employees. Agencies have until October 18th to fill out OPM survey. Is generative artificial intelligence helping or hurting cybersecurity efforts? That's the question on the mind of two U.S. senators. In a new letter to acting National Cyber Director Kemba Walden, Colorado Democrat John Hickenlooper, and North Carolina Republican Tom Tillis write that generative AI raises new opportunities for both cyber defenders and attackers. They ask Walden how critical infrastructure groups can leverage AI to defend their networks and whether cyber criminals are taking advantage of large language models. The Veterans Affairs Department is taking on a surge in medical disability exams. Now Senate VA Committee Chairman John Tester is leading a bill to improve the process of getting those exams done. The Medical Disability Exams Improvement Act would strengthen VA's ability to hire medical disability examiners to conduct exams. It would also require the VA to develop a plan to improve rural veterans' access to medical disability examinations. The VA completed more than 2 million medical disability exams so far this year, about 600,000 more exams than the previous year. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Monday, September 11, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.